0: to help them get better. I mean, what's the point? I was telling people in the meeting yesterday, Rob, what's the point of us uh, us flying down here setting up a meeting room if we're just going to have a rah-rah session and try to make you feel good? No, we want to be able to connect with you And get a message to you that that gets into your head and and sends you in a direction that that puts you in a more positive situation than you were the day before. That's the only reason we do these calls in the first place. That's the reason we we do the, the webinars, the podcast. Everything that we do is there for a specific purpose to help you get better. And we love hearing the feedback that people say, it's working, it's helped me, I'm listening, that call did something, I heard something on it. So that's why we do them in the first place. But also, this is the other thing too. It's also to to send a message internally uh, throughout the company. Um, I was talking to Barry about that this morning, and I I called Barry yesterday. And this is perfect timing for this call. Um, I I wanted this call. I've been wanting a call like this for a while. I wanted a contrast between a brand new person who's making Equus work, as well as a person who's been around for a long time. And probably, I'm going to guess that there's probably not anybody else in our company that's been doing the mortgage protection business longer than Dick Sylvester, other than Barry, right? And so that's, that was great. I love having him on the call because now I've got a person who's never done anything in this business before, not anything even related to this field, has gone out and starting to find success in the business, right? He's starting to figure it out and have some success. So we know that the system works for that person, but it can also work for the person who's got tons and tons and tons of experience. That was, was set up for that person. Well, what is that person? And that's the message I was talking to Barry about. And that's why I'm so excited about this call. One of the things that, that, that Barry's been talking about this year a lot on a lot of the calls, he's been talking about the, the people that make it in this business are the people that have to do it. Some people have even asked me, Barry, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, what does it mean, have to do it? I don't understand what Barry's, what, what Barry's point is. They have to do it because Bill Martin has to do it. What does that mean? I don't wanna to go to a job. I don't wanna go back to anything that I've ever done before. I don't, I don't have another option. I don't wanna have another option. This business fits me, right? This is where I'm gonna stay. They have to do it, okay? Whereas other people have got options, this, this might be tough. This might be tough to stay focused on. If you're on this call and you're wondering why things might not be working out, is it because you may have other options and your focus might be in another direction. But when you're in a position where you have to do it, I had an agent call me this week, Barry, um, that's been with us and they've had ups and downs like any other agent but that person told me this week they called me up just to tell me this, that, that they understood that i am one of those people that have to do it and that's why it's working they had a struggle here a little lull for about two or three weeks and then turned around and had a pretty solid week this week and they got it i understand why i'm going to make it because i have to do it i don't have any other options and i don't want any other options i want to make this work and it goes to this, and this is where I called you, Barry, about this the other day. I was listening to a, and it, and it goes right along with the call and my message, is I was, I was um, listening to a talk show the other day, and it was a business talk show. I'm not going to mention the name or anything. And this person called up for advice. They had an issue with an employee in their company, and they were trying to figure out how to either motivate or fire them. Right? And the issue with firing them, they have to deal with HR and all that kind of stuff. They were trying, can I motivate this person because they're dragging the team down, right? And the host said, well, you know how I deal with an unmotivated person? I fire them. because <laughs> he said, I don't hire unmotivated people, right? My job is not to motivate people. I think people come to our company that have a flicker of a dream, Barry, or come to companies like ours and they may have a flicker of a dream and they expect their manager or somebody else to be the magic and turn them around. You know, I think that's the key. I think that when, you, when you're out there and we're, what we're looking for at Equus and what people are looking for that are building teams, look for motivated people. I told Barry, I said, I'm trying to think in my life if I ever had to have somebody motivated me. I, I was always motivated. I just didn't have proper direction in a lot of cases. I may have not had a, a, a good system in place or whatever it might be, the motivation was never one of my issues. So be looking for motivated people. Maybe there's people that need encouragement and that type of thing, self-esteem issues, I get that. And they're still motivated, they just don't know what to do with it. But look for motivated people. You know, we're gonna build equus with motivated people. Don't go out there and try to you know, resuscitate the dead. I know a lot of people that hire people, you know, they hire somebody and they think they got somebody and then they spend months trying to motivate these people. If they're not motivated just go to somebody else that's motivated and it goes right along with what Barry's saying we're going to build this company with people that have to do it and here's why I like the two guests. You know Robert and I'm just going to give you a little bit of it he's going to tell you a little bit more but Robert's son got into the business last year. He, he came on as helping the Maddox Brothers and then Christian eventually got his license and he's out there and I think his issue paid like 60,000 this year already. I mean, this is a guy that was making twelve or $1,500 a month, right? He's now had, he's had one week alone, I think he said he deposited already four or $5,000 in one week. And, he, and he's making, you know, was making $15,000 a year before, right? His dad saw that. His dad is a retired police officer, okay? And his dad saw that. He retired. He, he's looking for additional income, right? And he watched his son. He knew his son didn't have any experience. What the heck? Let me give it a shot. Well, I, I met Robert in Atlanta, it must have been four or five weeks ago. And he was on R- Rob Jones had, had him up in the in the front of the room interviewing people and he had gone out and had a pretty good week and he's just getting started. And I said to my I liked what he said because I'm thinking, gosh, my son could do it. I'm learning from my son. If he can do it, if these people could do it, I can certainly give it a shot. And I said to myself right then, I will have that guy in a call if he doesn't quit in thirty days. Well guess what? He hasn't quit. Has he had a couple struggles? Of course he has, but here's what's cool. This is what he told me yesterday when I saw him in Nashville, I found out yesterday. He had had some pretty good sets right out the gate, didn't know what he was doing, but had the success. He's starting to learn the business, he's he's getting to understand products and everything, had a little bit of a lull, and actually had a two or three day uh, 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 sequence where he didn't even write an app. But he went out on Wednesday and wrote 4,400. See, that's somebody that's motivated. That's somebody that has to do it. That's somebody that wants something, right? And that's why I want Robert on the call. So I've got a nice contract today. I think it's gonna be valuable to everybody, Barry. We've got a guy who doesn't have any background in this at all. I love talking to him. I love what he has to say. He's a great guy. I'm gonna let Robert come on right now, and Robert's gonna talk a little bit about his experience. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us some of the things that you've learned what message could you send to a new person in similar shoes as you, Robert?
1: Well, good morning, Bill. Good to talk to you again. It was nice meeting you. <clears throat> yeah, um, like you said, I, I was in law enforcement for 27 years. Uh, basically, I was just, had done all I could do in law enforcement. I just knew it was a time for a change, but I didn't know what to do. Um, Uh, There was a couple of weeks after I retired, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I had some offers to go back into law enforcement, but I just knew in my heart I did not want to do that. And like you just said, I saw what my sons were doing, and I said, heck, I'll give it a shot, you know, what I have to lose. And like you had iterated earlier, I think it's really best, excuse me, if someone comes in fresh that doesn't know anything at all about insurance or products or anything, Excuse me, I apologize for my voice, but because when I came in, basically I listened to you a lot on your training videos, and um, Nate Maddox and stuff has been a big help, Christian. But basically, they told me, just get appointments set. Get as many appointments as you can set up, even if you don't sell anything. You want to sell, of course you want to sell, but the more times you go on appointments, the more chance you have of selling something, or Supplying the need for the people that what they want, so that's what I did, you know. And let me say this to everybody out there: you, I mean, I'm 55 years old, and there's a lot of young people that are doing this. And I know how it is sometimes to take advice from someone younger because you're older, you think you know more. But listen, you have to humble yourself and just say, listen. If somebody knows something that you don't, I'm the type of person that I want to attain knowledge. And I don't care if he's 15 years old. If he knows how to do something that I don't know how to do, I'm going to listen. And I can just tell you that the system works, but you can't deviate from it. Because I tried it a couple times. You know, like Bill was talking yesterday, how once you get started, everybody says, well, I think I could do this differently, or I could add this or delete this. Don't do
0: it. Stay with the program. It works. So tell me about some of the struggles that you may have had early on that you didn't anticipate, okay? In other words, you just didn't have a clue, but also, let me ask you this, I want to ask you this, did, did you know all the products before you hit the field? I mean, do you have a wealth <laughs> of knowledge of understanding all the products before you went out and wrote your first app? <laughs> Bill, I didn't know the difference between mutual,
1: mutual of Omaha and Foresters, I didn't know what. I had no idea what they were. I mean, I had heard of Mutual of Omaha, but no, I had no idea of any of the products. I didn't know what a term was, what it, what universal was, what whole life was. Be honest with you, I still, still don't know much about it, you know, but that didn't stop me. I just said, you know what, if I can get into the home, I've got a good chance. And like I said, when you have someone like an Nate Maddox or whoever you're working under, and you have a good uh, pipeline, for resources and, and to get your information, <clears throat> just get into the home and from there, just get a, the biggest thing that, that I learned and I'm blessed with this, I guess is that I can, you know one of your biggest things what you said yesterday was the first thing is make contact, make, try to get something in common with the people that you need to so where you make them feel comfortable and I think my biggest asset is that people trust me because I'm very honest and upfront with them. I don't try to go in there and, you know, use a bunch of insurance terms that I have no idea what I'm talking about. Cause that's just going to make me look stupid. And so I just tell them front, look, I'm brand new. I'm learning. I'm going to help you get what you need, but I have specialists that can help us get you into the right product.
0: Oh, back up. You just hit some gold right there, my friend. Say that again. I want everybody to hear exactly what you said. I loved that line. This is for all you new people out there. Did you hear what he just said? He's not afraid to. Work. You know, I have, Barry, I have new people all the time. I know Rob does. I know Jared does all. You know, Nick does. Everybody deals with a new agent calling up and going, I don't want to look stupid. I, I wouldn't tell them that. I wouldn't tell him that I'm new. Don't you think they would have less confidence in me? Use it to your advantage. Say that again, Robert. Go over that part one more
1: well I'm just I'm just a Christian honest person so to me it was just natural to tell them up front when I sit down with them the first thing I tell them is that I say look I'm not a salesman I'm not here to sell you anything I'm just here because you put in a request because you want to protect your family and I'm going to try to do that the best I can and I'm going to tell you up front I don't know everything I'm brand new so, but I like to tell people that because I think it puts them at ease and makes them feel comfortable with you because a lot of people don't like to be talked down to, like you think you know everything, and I certainly don't know anything much about this. So I think people connect with that because most of the common man just wants to be spoken to like you want to be spoken to. So, And I just tell them, look, I don't know all the answers, but I can get all the answers to make you feel comfortable before I leave here. You will know everything you need to know and we'll get you in the right product.
0: Well, Robert, you're a very coachable person. That, that's very obvious. Coachable and teachable because you said everything. You know, there's too many people out there that overthink this deal and you just humbled yourself and said, I'm just going to follow what everybody else is doing and just make it happen. I want to ask you this question. And this is this was important. This is part of the reason I had you on the call. Like I said, when I first met you, yeah, I've seen agents have success the first week or two then they hit a roadblock like you did, which you're going to do. You have to do that, right? Just like I always coach on, on ride the bicycle, there isn't a single human being that doesn't have a scraper and a broken bone from learning how to ride a bicycle, right? Because they wanted to do it, right? They wanted to figure it out. So why didn't you quit after you ran into some adversity? Because I'm sure that thought went through your mind, but what stopped you from doing that and then pushing through? And now you've hit another learning spurt because now you went out and wrote 4,400 in a day you know and it's you know it's not I know you're still not hundred percent where you want to be, but let me just tell everybody, he's issued paid almost ten thousand. He's only been in the business for five or six weeks. I mean there's agents that'll be with us a month or two that don't issue that month. It's been here a while. So you' you're finding some success. One of the issues that you have, like a lot of people do is just getting the right product, making sure all that stuff happens to get everything issued because you've written more than that. So let me ask you again, what was the reason that you didn't just throw in the towel after hitting low adversity?
1: Well, I guess first off it would have to be what's inside of you as a person. Um, like you said earlier, um, when you know this is what you have to do, as opposed to, well, I could do other things, so sometimes it gives you the wrong mindset. If you tell yourself I there's nothing else that I can do, so I've got to do this. And yeah, I'll be honest with you, I got really frustrated because sometimes when you have success right out of the box, you know, it gives you false, uh, you know, thoughts that you're gonna continue to do that. And one thing that I was told by Nate and also by Christian was, you have to, you can't get, when you make a sale, you can't say, hey, look at me, I'm doing great. Because the next week you may be like, not sell one, you know, not do anything, not even set an appointment. So you have to learn and it's hard and I'm still working on that. You have to get the mindset that the numbers are gonna work out just like um, Rob was talking about yesterday and he he showed it by what what he was doing on the phone. Um, You may have a bad week, one week, but I promise you if you hang in there and like you were saying, most agents that have two bad weeks a lot of times will quit and that's usually right up. if they didn't quit, they probably are going to do something really good because it's really weird. I can't explain it, but it's almost like if you have a bad week, it's almost like you were talking about yesterday. You're looking forward to the following week because you know, it's just, we don't know why and I can't explain it, but you're going to do something good. Just like I did when I came up here, I did terrible on my calls. I thought, good Lord, man, what are you doing up here? <laughs> the people in Tennessee must not like you. You're from down south, down further south. They must not like you at all. But I just kept plugging. We went door knocking the day before. We got some appointments set, and we went back the next day and closed. You know, we we're able to to do something. So I would just say to anybody out there that's starting out, you're going to go through trials and tribulations. But if you really want this, you can get it. But you can't give up, and you got to keep pushing. That's all. I mean, that's really all you can do
0: is just grind every day. Don't give up. You're obviously not a quitter. There's no question about it because uh, uh, quitters wouldn't go through a, what you just went through and then to pop out of it again. But like you said, I it's hard to explain, isn't it? Because it's almost like get excited if you have a bad week. Because as long as you don't quit, as long as you just keep going after it, you're going to have a good week. It's happened to me so many times that it's like, great, there's your, that bad week's here. Good. <laughs> Let's get the good one coming now, right? It's crazy, isn't it? It's,
1: exactly. It's almost like Man, I did so bad this week. I know I'm going to do better next week. And even if you don't do better next week, don't give up. It's going to come. You just got to keep You just got to keep trying. Don't ever give up. That's the main thing.
0: Well, thank you very much. Really appreciate your message. And like I said, man, I'm looking forward to seeing you in a month. And your sons, as always, you guys got a great thing going there. Really excited about your organization and everything. You guys are just great equus people, and it's just awesome to have you on board here. So appreciate your time, Robert. Well, Bill, thank you. And I just want to say, man, I really
1: admire everything you guys do. You really provide us with a lot of training, and if people will take advantage of it, I think they'll get a benefit out of it, and it was a pleasure meeting you, and, I hope, and I'm hope i looking forward to seeing you at the convention.
0: Same here, buddy. All right. Well, I am very excited about our next guest. This is somebody I've known now, I think we've we've known each other going on 12 years, and we've connected immediately, and, uh, and you know, we've been in another organization together, and And shared a lot of time on trips together with him and his lovely wife, and 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 also, you know, Dick has been uh, with uh, I think known uh, Barry now 23 years, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere in that range. He can clear that up for me. Um, And uh, had met Barry through the mortgage protection business many, many, many years ago. And so, what I like about Dick is his heart. His 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 heart is for helping people. It really is. At the end of the day. If you meet Dick Sylvester, you'll understand. Yeah, he can make a lot of money in the business. He can do that standing on his head. But what gets him up every single day is how many people can he help today and, and help them find a path, a clear path for their success and be able to put a business together, a self-sustaining business. I love that attitude and, and just, the, just a great guy. If you meet Dick Sylvester, he could be your buddy for the rest of your life. And am really excited that you joined our company. I can't tell you... When, when Barry called me and let me know, I was, I was pretty excited about it. I got to tell you that, Dick. So um, so um, Dick's going to talk. He's got some things he'd like to share. Barry, uh, if you would like to, too, go ahead. And uh, you may want to have a couple things to say at the end there. So it's all yours, Dick.
2: Well, thanks, Bill. I, I appreciate you having me all the call this morning. And uh, when you were talking about the business fits me, I never quite thought about it quite that way. But I was one of those people like Bill Martin. I wanted a business where I could run my own, I enjoyed meeting people, enjoyed helping people and enjoyed problem solving and this has given me everything. I was saying about what Robert shared there just a minute ago. Here's a police officer that retired and where in the world can a retiree without much more education, just a license, you know, that first month doing $7,000 in premium, that's $5,000 a month in income, which in our world, you know is entry level, but that 's sixty thousand dollars a year that 's sixty grand, and he just got started so robert congratulations it's uh it 's exciting seeing what you 're doing um, I tried, and i 'm going to let you jump back in and ask questions bill because i 'm just going to talk in kind of some segments here. I tried to anticipate some of the questions you guys might be asking me today and I think the thing that made me move over here most because this is what we talked about was this being an agent's company. I recognized early on that nothing happens until somebody sells something. No one makes a dime in the company until the agent makes the dollar. And why shouldn't that agent be rewarded with promotions um, and a a track that can take them to the top? And I worked at another company that the top agent bill Earned $247,000 in one year on his own pen, but he didn't have a team and didn't even get an award. So those were some of the things that really motivated me. I, I believe Equus is going to be something huge, something great, and uh, I just wanted to be part of it. You know, um, One of the things I've noticed in the industry, is, and this is industry-wide, guys. It's not picking on anybody, but... Most of the other companies, they assume you know a lot of the basics, and we recruit people that, you know, I tease a lot of our new recruits that six months ago they couldn't spell insurance and now they're selling it, but they assume a lot of the basics like that you know how to sell mortgage protection or that you know how to recruit or you know how to train, and and they expect you to recruit and when you do and you ask them now what do i do because i don't know anything their answer was always the same well just recruit more well that's you know a recipe for disaster and equus i i found that that's not what they're looking for that's not what they're doing they're here to help you every step of the way i mean those live dialing sessions you have to set appointments. I remember a couple of weeks ago, you and I were talking, and you said, I hope I have a little pushback this week because I don't want everybody to think it's always this easy. And then the next week, <clears throat> I think you either set one appointment or none. And I, I was talking to somebody, and they said, Boy, but he was embarrassed over that. I said, No, that's what he wanted to have happen because he didn't want you to think this is a walk in the park. Now, this is very hard work but for many of the guys on this call here today that have been doing this a little while it's the easiest thing we've ever done for two reasons one we know what hard work is because of what we've done in the past and two, this business was made for us but if it's if this business is not made for you it's gonna be harder for you than it is me but it's still a real simple business it's it's not that big a deal you know um, the traveling training sessions that the uh, region uh, RMs have put together for us. Guys, that's huge because what that does, that allows Equus and them to do the heavy lifting for you. You may not know how to train. You may not know how to recruit. Plug people into these meetings and they're gonna catch the vision. Equus did the heavy lifting, you get some of the reward for that, for the effort you've put forth. It's a win-win for everybody. And our builders calls are not just builders calls about why you should build but they're about how you build and that's extremely important in this industry. I mean everybody can realize how or why they should build. Um, We had a close friend a few years ago that was hit by a 15 year old uninsured driver and was off work for I think eight or nine months. And the very very small team he had allowed he and his wife to pay the basics and they only had to live About 20% of their budget on credit cards for those months because of that small team. That changed everybody's outlook toward our business and building. But um, one thing I want to warn everybody about here is every time you talk to Bill, Rob, or Barry, they're full of questions. And they're full of questions about this business, what works, what doesn't, so that they can make Equus better. But I want to award uh, Jared, Nick, Ed, and all you other managers, if you keep sharing everything you know with Barry and, and Bill and, and uh, uh, Rob, they're going to be smarter than us. So we've got to be careful here, guys. got to protect our own. you know. Yeah. So at any rate, I appreciate your questions and embrace them, guys. Well, just, I love it. It's awesome.
0: because that was a, there was no small decision for you and Connie. You were pretty settled in at the other place that you were at. You were making very good money and a kind of surprising move. So there was something. I know that your relationship with Barry was big, but you saw something else. Um, And I know Connie had to, because she had to have a lot of input in it too. Okay. So talk to me about that, because I want a message to somebody out there that, that has been in the business. There might be somebody that's, looking to talking to somebody that might be someplace else that's talking about getting them, you know, or looking at them, possibly to introduce them to, to Equus um, from maybe another, you know, big box company or whatever it might be. Um, but that was not small for you. And that's what I love about our company is that we've, we've, we've created the platform and the foundation for that to happen. This is, this is for everybody. So talk about that for a second, a little bit more, if you don't mind, get a little candid. Is what was the, So that was had to be a gut-wrenching decision for the two of you to make that decision because you knew you were going to lose agents. There's no question you were, and you had to build all over again. But I just love your attitude. And when I had dinner with you guys the other day, I, I just love how you, you talk about helping people. And, and it's sincere. It's not just stage talk. Um, so talk about that a little bit. Why did,
3: Why do you see this really, really working in the long run?
2: Well, that's an interesting question and a perception on your part. Uh, there was nothing really bad from where we were coming from that perspective. Everything was something we could live with, and financially we were set. But you're right. Um, I just felt like that Equus was going to be huge, and I wanted to be part of it. I felt like that this is a chance you know, for everybody on this call and everybody in the industry to join the big leagues, and make it to a World Series or a Super Bowl, depending on your sport of preference, but only in the insurance industry. And I think we were, we were in the minors before. It was almost the majors, but not quite. And I just feel like that Equus is going to give everybody on this call the opportunity to be in the, ma- uh, the major leagues and, and win that great big ring.
0: What's comes of the mindset things over the years of experience let's say we've got 150 people on this call that maybe have made a dial maybe two dials we really haven't done anything i know that i know that robert sent a message to them because i love what he said about how he goes into the home and just transparent with people and just lets them know i'm new but i can get help and that's what i think everybody should be doing you just need to get in the house and you and i both know because you know 90 of the battle in this business
2: One of the things is the attitude we have toward the lead. So many people look at the lead as a piece of paper they pay $2, $6, or 40 some dollars for. And that's the first um, misnomer. That that's not the case. You've got to understand that if he doesn't come home because of a car wreck or heart attack, neither does his paycheck. And 91% of the time in America, if that, if either one of the breadwinners die... The family's going to lose the home due to foreclosure in eight to nine months. So when I approach the lead, I don't look at it as a piece of paper I just paid for. I look at it as a family, which I think is one of the greatest benefits in the world in us using bonus leads because that does two things. That keeps that family in somebody's undivided attention basket for six months. Because it's still a family, even if they didn't buy it from me, Dick Sylvester is an A-lead, now someone else is going to get another chance. Not another shot, but another chance to help them. Because that family, I I called on one this week, and this is interesting, Bill, three years ago, I had a, a family that I called on, and for whatever reason, that lead surfaced again, and I called her, and I set an appointment with her, and I went out and sold her. And in the process, she was complaining, she said, I wish somebody had called me three years ago because her husband died three or four months after I quit calling. And I wanted to say, well, Mary, somebody did call, but she had sent the lead back and he would never let me come to the house. Guys, we live a life of significance every day when we pick up that phone to call these people. And unfortunately, I didn't get to them and neither did anybody else as a bonus lead. But now uh, her, her daughter, at least, they're going to not have to put her funeral on a credit card when her mother passes.
3: Hey, Dick, this is uh, Barry, and I, yeah, I'm going to jump on just a moment, uh, if I may. You know, one thing I think that is very important, and I really wanted to go back and and talk a little bit about if, uh Imtani Sylvester's uh, history with me because I think there are a couple of points that, that really jump out your, uh, when you ever hear Dick and Connie talk. I think number one um, in Connie and I good uh, time Uh oh Oh gosh Give me the number real
2: quick Give me the and I honestly
3: think that Dick and Connie and I's relations on both sides of the have been that for each other. Um, you know, in our last company, um, I remember bringing Dick up on stage one time and I said, you know, if we had a plan And you know what, guys? If you get down to where the rubber meets the road, that's what we do. We serve our clients. It is a honor, it is a privilege to be in the position that you have and I have to literally impact thousands and thousands of lives annually. Um, but that's where it starts. like, you know, Bill, one of the things I've always said I've never seen anyone in 37 years ever have any longevity in our business, basically never make it, that didn't first love what they were doing, that wasn't first passionate about the consumer, that didn't take it dead serious when they had an opportunity to be kneecap or kneecap or eyeball to eyeball with somebody. The other thing is that um, and I remember getting, going back, and this is probably 10 or 15 years ago. Um, I remember, you know, just sitting there talking about um, decisions, and, you know, we were talking about priorities. Um, because I have said this from day one I don't want Equus to be anyone's life. This is the, you know, Equus Financial is a place for you to accomplish your financial goals. It is a place that you work, right? It's a place for you to to love. But I certainly don't want anybody to say, well, man, I'm not going to spend time with my family because I need to be at Atlas or, you know, people get all screwed up with that stuff. I don't believe that, right? I I think priorities are critical. And I remember Dick and Connie and I having that conversation literally 10, 12, 15 years ago, Dick, whatever it was, and um, Dick was at a point that he couldn't travel, you know, because children being home and just had a lot going on. To be in that position in fact I want to I want to say this I meant to say this in my opening remarks when you come to Orlando on the on the ninth or tenth whenever you're arriving I'm going to ask you to do this with every meeting I'm going to ask you to have a yellow pad I'm going to ask you to have two or three pens. and I'm going to ask you to bring a calculator and I'm going to ask you to be of a mindset of going to work because that's what we're going to do You know we're not there to to try to entertain we are literally going to work from the moment we kick off on helping you build your business and how you can be profitable and how you can create longevity in your business that's what this whole meeting is about but it's going to be a roll up your sleeves and I don't want you just listening I think it's imperative that you come and you write and you take notes yes It'll all be videotaped, right? You'll be able to, to do all of that. But while we're there, I want you writing and taking notes, and I want you to calculate around because I'm going to have mine out on stage, and we're going to go to work, okay? You know, the story ends up Dick and Connie had to make some decisions, and um, we're not here to, to cast stones, and Dick has already said that, right? Dick came from, from a fine company. Um but understand how the story changed. Dick left an organization that he overrode that did well over seven figures of paid production every 30 days. So for him to be at Equus, it was a little bit bigger decision than most people make, okay? It was a little bit bigger decision. And Dick, I do agree. I think that we are creating something Beyond what anyone else has done in this industry now is that a big statement? Yes Have we got to prove ourselves. Yes, you know when you have potential it means you haven't done it yet We haven't done it yet But why I have so much Confidence in us truly being the agent's company is Because we are attracting people like Dick and Connie Sylvester see you're only as good as the people that you surround yourself with and that's why you know we get on these calls and we probably pour our guts out if you're a new person jumping on the call for the first time you say man these people are crazy and we are okay and we don't apologize for that but i know this from this business we will only accomplish as much as the quality of the visionaries that join that that love it like we do that prepare like we do that work like we do see there's no shortcuts um you know our, our, our first speaker today um or guest on our call was talking about quitting too early or having a couple of bad weeks um You know, but it it, it does amaze me, and Bill, I loved your comment. Bill told me about uh, what he had heard this week, and it has certainly resonated with me in in the form of this, that, you know what, we're not here to motivate, we look for motivated people, right? I've said this a lot. You know, if you're going to find people who are going to do it in this business, it's going to be because you surround yourself with people that have to do it, right? That Get to that point in in their life that they have to do it. And I just think that that's so important. See, I told you about us breaking a record this week. You know why I told you? That because of this, we came out of our winter conference, and two weeks after we came out, we See what's going on. That's the only reason I share that. We don't go through anything any different than you do. You don't go through anything any different than than I do. You know, I was cutting a couple of videos a couple of weeks ago on our opportunity. And it was kind of funny because I had a couple of people, which they're supposed to tell me this stuff, right? Because I kind of like don't know this stuff. But they were saying, Barry, remember, you got to be quick. Because you can only hold people's attention for seven or eight minutes. And I said, well, hold on, wait just a minute. Time out. I'm not interested in talking to somebody and trying to hold their attention for seven minutes when I'm talking about them to have a chance to go up and totally change their life financially. That's not who we're recruiting at Equus. That's not who we're looking for. You know, it looks grown up, men and women that you want to go do something great, any logical thinking human being, keeps the flesh on this earth, knows that we're not going to try to sit there and do that in seven minutes. So it's important to understand what Equus Financial is about. We're not for everybody. I say that every week, but let me say it with clarity today. We're not for everybody. If you aren't serious about doing something financially for you and your family, this is but oh my goodness! If you're at that point, you are serious. You could not have been at a better place at a better time to be to be able to even jump on a phone call and listen to a Dick and Connie Sylvester who's been here who's been doing this for 21 years, or listen to a Bill Martin, you know, the day at three o'clock to listen to him. Be able to make live dials. And to sit there and watch that, do you realize how rare that is? Most people, you know, what do they say? Go sit them. Go get them. You ever see the impact of Glenn Davies' announcement today? See, i got chills listening to that. You mean Apple Financial is going to have a system that's through an email's that's going to allow you to keep up with your clients? See, guys, we can't be talking. You know, they can try, but we can't be copied. So I think it's important, Bill, that we always understand and have an appreciation for what the agent's company is, because that's what it is. We want, and Bill, you said it opening up today, and I'm going to shut up after this. We want to create the platform. We want to give you what we've spent millions. Financially and in a lot of other ways what they want to and we're going to give you that opportunity But here's that and here's what I believe. I love listening to people's stories But you know what there are people that are talking that Bill invites are no different than the rest of us human beings other than this It's their desire and the size of their heart, right? unique toughness that they possess that a lot of people don't so guys thanks for being on our call we have some incredible guests on our leaders call today at one o'clock uh, Dick you come